chapter 14, verses 19 to 25. Then the angel of the Lord, who was going before the host of Israel, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them, coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. And then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove back the sea, drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on the right hand and on the left. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen, and in the morning. Watched uh, in the morning watch the Lord in the pillar of fire and of cloud looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into a panic, clogging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal course when the morning appeared. And as the Egyptians fled into it, the Lord threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen of all the host of Pharaoh that had followed them into the the sea, not one of them remained. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Let's lift up our hands to the Lord. Father God, what a great picture of salvation that we have the privilege of looking into today. Lord, we thank you for your presence in our worship. Thank you for meeting us, Lord God. Thank you for touching our hearts, our lives, our circumstances today. As we worship you, Lord, we we perceive the move of the Spirit in our midst, Lord God. And so, Lord, we thank you for the refreshing power of the Holy Spirit in our midst. As we worship you, Lord God, you are exalted and we are edified at the same time. So, Lord, I pray that this afternoon... Let the Holy Spirit fill this place, Lord God, and touch our lives even more. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit will bring illumination to your word, that your word will change our lives forever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much. Good afternoon everyone. Sino sa inyo masaya kayo na nag-church kayo ngayong hapon? Ayun, saya. Praise God. It's good to be here and this afternoon we are going to continue the last installment of our series the title is The Road Out. We are talking about the book of Exodus. We are going to read, I'm going to read the remaining part of the story na sinimula natin five weeks ago. And uh, of course, uh, as has been done in the last four weeks, I am going to read from the Pinoy Bible. Okay, anong tawag dito? Pinoy version. And uh, sige lang, 
Alam ko naman na, ano, sobrang haba nito, no? One chapter, this is the shortest, by the way. And this has been entertaining for some people. Natawa sila. So, meron ako mga highlights na uh, in the first, uh, the first time na binasa natin to, marami sa atin hindi nakaget over sa mga ginader na mga palaka. So, and then, uh, never pang mangyayari sa buong Egypt. And then, last week, nakalimutan ko, today, Let's watch out kung ano yung meron sa kwento na to. Exodus chapter 14, verses 1 to 31, sinabi ni Lord kay Moses, <laughs> Sabihin mo sa mga Israelites na bumalik at mag-camp sa harap ng Pihahiroth, sa pagitan ng Migdol at ng Red Sea, paharap ng Baal Zephon. Dahil dito, iisipin ng hari na naliligaw ang mga Israelites sa desert at di na sila makakalabas doon. Gagawin kong matigas ang ulo niya at tahabulin niya kayo. Pero ipapakita ko sa hari at sa buong army niya ang kapangyarihan ko. Dahil dito, malalaman ng mga Egyptians na ako si Lord. Kaya ginawa ito ng mga Israelites. Nung nalaman ng hari ng Egypt na nakatakas na ang mga Israelites, nagbago ang isip niya at ng mga servants niya, sinabi nila, Anong ginawa natin? Bakit natin hinaya ang makaalis ang mga Israelites? Nawalan na tayo ng mga magsiserve sa atin, kaya hinanda ng hari ang karuhay niyang pandigma at ang army niya. Sinama niya ang 600 sa mga piling karuhahing pandigma at ang lahat ng iba pang ng Egypt. May isang officer na nakasakay sa bawat karuhahe. Ginawa ni Lord na matigas ang ulo ng hari at hinabol nito ang mga Israelites na malakas ang loob na naglalakbay. Ang mga Israelites ay hinabol ng mga Egyptians ng army ng hari na nakasakay sa mga kabayo at mga karuahe. Naabutan nila ang mga Israelites sa may tabing dagat malapit sa Pihahiroth at Dayal Zephon. Sobrang natakot ang mga Israelites nang makita nilang paparating ang hari ng Egypt at ang army nito. Dahil dito, nagpray at humingi sila ng tulong kay Lord. Sinabi nila kay Moses, wala bang mga libingan sa Egypt kaya dinala mo kami dito sa desert para mamatay? Tingnan mo kung ano ang nangyari nung nilabas mo kami sa Egypt. Hindi ba sinabi na namin sa iyo dati na hayaan mo na kaming maging mga alipin na mga Egyptians. Mas mabuti pang maging mga alipin kami doon sa Egypt kaysa mamatay dito sa desert. Sumagot si Moses, huwag kayong matakot, tatagan nyo ang loob nyo. Makikita nyo kung ano ang gagawin ni Lord para iligtas kayo ngayon. Never nyo nang mahikita ang mga Egyptians na yan. Ipaglalaban kayo ni Lord, kumalma lang kayo. Sinabi ni Lord kay Moses, bakit ka humihingi ng tulong sa akin? Sabihin mo sa mga Israelites na umabante na. Like this. Itaas mo ang tungkod mo at itapat sa ibabaw ng dagat. Mahahati ang tubig at mahakalakad ang mga Israelites sa tuyong lupa pagtawid nila sa dagat. Gagawin kong matigas ang ulo ng mga Egyptians kaya hahabulin nila kayo. Pero ipapakita ko ang kapangyarihan ko sa hari sa buong army niya, mga karuahe at mga sundalong nakasakay sa mga kabayo at mga karuahe. Pag natalo ko sila, magikilala ng mga Egyptians na ako si Lord. Lumipat sa likuran ng mga Egyptians ang anghel ng Diyos na naglilid sa kanila. Lumipat din sa likuran ang haliging ulap at pumagit na ito sa mga Egyptians at sa mga Israelites. Dahil sa ulap, 
naging madilim ang lugar para sa mga Egyptians, pero naging maliwanag naman para sa mga Israelites. Buong gabing hindi makalapit ang mga Egyptians sa mga Israelites. Tapos, tinapat ni Moses ang tungkod niya sa ibabaw ng dagat. Pinaihip ni Lord ang malakas na hangin magdamag mula sa silangan at nahati ang tubig sa dagat. Naging tuyong lupa ang dagat. Tumawid ang mga Israelites sa tuyong lupa sa gitna ng dagat sa pagitan ng tubig na parang pader. Hinabol sila ng mga Egyptians at sinundan sila sa gitna ng dagat ng buong army ng hari, ng mga karwahe niya at mga kawal na nakasakay sa kabayo. Nang nagmamadaling araw na mula sa haliging apoy at ulap, tiningnan ni Lord ang mga Egyptian army. Ginulo niya ang mga army at nagpanik ang mga ito. Bumaon sa lupa ang mga gulong ng mga karwahe kaya nahirapan silang makahabol. Sinabi ng mga Egyptians, umalis na tayo dito kasi si Lord na ang lumalaban para sa mga Israelites. Sinabi ni Lord kay Moses, itapat mo ang tungkod mo sa ibabaw ng dagat at tatabunan ng tubig ang mga Egyptians, pati ang mga sundalong nakasakay sa karwahe at kabayo. Ginawa nga ito ni Moses at bumalik ang tubig sa dati ng mag-uumaga na. Sinubukan ng mga Egyptians na tumakas, pero hinagis sila ni Lord sa gitna ng dagat. Bumalik ang tubig sa dagat at tinabunan ang mga karwahe at mga kawal na nakasakay dati. pati buong army ng mga Egyptians, nilamon silang lahat ng dagat at walang natira sa kanila kahit isa. Pero nakatawid ang mga, Egyptian, ang mga Israelites sa tuyong lupa sa gitna ng dagat sa pagitan ng tubig na parang pader. Noong araw na yon, niligtas ni Lord ang Israel mula sa mga Egyptians. Nakita ng mga Israelites ang mga bangkay ng mga Egyptians sa tabing dagat na witness ng mga Israelites ang dakilang power ni Lord. against sa mga Egyptians. Kaya nagkaroon sila ng takot kay Lord at nagtiwala sila sa Kanya at kay Moses na servant niya. Palakpakan natin si God. Gusto ko yung part, yung last part na, naki, ano na, ano sinabi? Nakita, na-witness ng mga Israelites ang dakilang power ni Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, ATS. <laughs> dakilang power ni Lord against sa mga Egyptians. Okay, this is now the last part of our series and And I was thinking about uh, this week, iniisip ko yung how do you wrap up a series na entirely Old Testament and then arrive at Jesus in the New Testament. Yun yung goal ng preaching ngayong hapon. And I'm also thinking about uh, Marami sa atin, akala natin, alam natin ang kwento ng Exodus. As a pastor for uh, 16 years, akala ko ang story ng mga Egyptians very familiar sa mga tao. Except that I talked to someone this week at hindi niya alam ang kwento ng mga Egyptians. Sabi ko, sure ba? Okay, hindi niya alam. And so, it is good na basahin yung buong kwento. Para alam natin ang pinaka-baseline na story ng Bible and how we draw truths from this story in the Old Testament. Now, I would understand na hindi lahat ng pwedeng makuha sa story ay kayang i-preach. So this afternoon, I would just like to take a few things, tatlong bagay lang na gusto kong i-share sa inyo. And these things na pag-uusapan natin may kinalaman sa salvation, of course, because... 
ang paglabas ng mga Israelites from Egypt is actually a picture of salvation in the Bible. Sinasabi ko siya because I want you to know that when you read the entire Bible, lahat ng image at eksena ng salvation sa buong Biblia dito bumabalik. Etong chapter na binasa natin. So when the Bible talks about salvation, it is talking about this. When the, when the Bible talks about the Lord rescuing His people, the complete picture of how that works out. Ano ba kasi, ang itsura ng salvation, the image of the entire Bible goes to this specific moment in the history of Israel. Even when we talk about the salvation that Jesus offers, actually, ang picture na yan, para maintindihan natin, dito tayo huhugot ng mga images and ideas and uh, word pictures. Ito yung source sa lahat ng pagkaintindi natin sa salvation sa Bible. Three things I'd like to share this afternoon. Um, it's kind of my way of wrapping up the entire series and preaching the gospel of Christ at the end of Exodus. Number one, <clears throat> I want you to know one of the things, pag binasa mo yung buong Exodus, yung paglabas ng mga Israelites sa buong Egypt, one of the things na dapat ay lumilitaw at unang lumalabas pag binabasa natin is that God does not actually lead us to dead ends. Say amen to that. Ang Diyos, hindi tayo dinadala dun sa mga dead end. The reason why I say that is because yun yung nasa verse 1-2-3 ng text natin. Pero para maintindihan natin, balikan natin yung 3.17. May sinasabi ang Bible sa Exodus 3.17. When Pharaoh left, let the people go, sabi dito, English na tayo. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. Ha? So, nung nakalabas na ang mga Israelites, Hebrews, sorry ah, Israelite ako ng Israelite, the, the correct word is Hebrews. <clears throat> so, nung nakalabas na ang mga Hebrew people from Egypt, ang sabi dito, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. May tatlong daanan kasi para makarating ang mga Hebrews sa promised land. The shortest is the way of the sea. Yung tinatawag ng mga scholars na Via Maris. Uh, Via Maris means the way of the sea. Dadaan ka by the sea. <clears throat> it was the shortest and uh, the Israelites, the Hebrew people, can actually arrive at the promised land in two weeks. Sabi nga nila, 11 days. Pero sabi dito, hindi sila pinadaan ng Diyos doon sa area na yan. Although that was near, for God said, lest the people change their minds, when they see war and return to Egypt. Kasi nga, ang mga nakatira doon, mga Philistines, baka gerahin sila, kakalabas lang, gera ka agad, baka ma-discourage. So, pinadaan, pinadaan sila ni God somewhere else. Verse 18, But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Pinaikot ni Lord ang mga tao sa medyo mas malayo na lugar. But God led the people around the way of the wilderness toward the sea, and the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt equipped for battle. Verse 19, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, but Joseph had made the sons of Israel solemn swear. Uh, nasa, ano siya? Jump to verse 19, uh, 20. And they moved on from Sukkoth and encamped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. Huh. 
Ito mga lugar na to na hindi natin alam, isipin nyo na lang ganito. So, um, papunta kang Antipolo. Ayan. Teka lang. QC. Actually, pwede naman dito ka na lang sa uh, monumento, dadaan. Papunta ang QC. Ang ginawa ni God, sinabihan niya mga Israelites, huwag kayong dadaan sa monumento. Magbaya kavite kayo para makarating sa QC. Sino sa inyo tuwang-tuwa kayo sa ganung usapan? <laughs> Ito yung sinasabi ng Bible. Actually, may mas malapit. Monumento. Tapos, unahan yan, balintawak na. QC. Sabi ni God, wag dyan. Mas mabilis kung sa Cavite kayo dadaan. <laughs> Walang skyway. Walang munang skyway. Cavite talaga. Yung Tresi Martires, ganyan. Hindi nyo tinatawanan yung verse kanina kasi hindi natin alam yung lugar. Now that I said Cavite, gosh, oh nga no. Si God minsan, akala natin, pinapahirapan tayo. Actually, yun yung sabi niya sa mga Israelites. Huwag kayo dyan sa monumento, Cavite. Mas mabilis yan papuntang Timog. <laughs> But that's what He did sa mga Israelites. Verse 1, chapter 14. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel to turn back and encamp in front of Fihahiroth, between Migdol and the sea, in front of Beelzephon. You shall encamp facing it by the sea. Verse 3, the Pharaoh, because for the Pharaoh will say of the people of Israel, ito yung iisipin ng Pharaoh, sabi ni God, they are wandering in the land. the wilderness has shut them in. What I am saying here is, God was telling them to go the way that was actually far away, and God is saying na, dito yung daanan na mas mabilis. Iniisip natin minsan na si God, pag naging Christian na tayo, everything will become easier for us. Relationships will be easier. Finances will be easier. Jobs will be easier. Kasi nga, Christian na tayo. That's what you thought. <laughs> Akala natin, mas mapapabilis ang buhay. Akala natin, uh, ito yung magiging easy lang sa because may Kristo na tayo sa buhay. The thing is, the Bible teaches us through the experience of the Egyptians that actually, Most of the time, ang ginagawa ng Diyos ay dinadaan tayo sa mas malayo, mas masukal, mas mahirap na daanan. Pero at least, hindi siya dead end. Amen. Merong quote si Charles Dyer, I think nasa keynote siya. Ito yung mag explain Sabi niya, Jean Merrill scholar sabi niya, the Lord has thus led Israel through east, a straight east, toward the chain of lakes, now joined together by the Suez Canal. Ooh, Suez Canal is modern. Yun yung lugar. Having arrived at Etham from Sukkoth, now these places are known, they found themselves in a perilous condition. Read with me the next part. Hemmed in on the left, right, and rear by the desert 
facing uncrossable waters just ahead. God had led them by fire and cloud. But to what end? It seemed that the only destruction lay ahead. Ang sabi ni Eugene Merrill, one of the scholars na magaling sa, sa topography, sabi nila, yung lugar na pinagdalhan ng Diyos sa mga Israelites, actually na corner na sila. May kalaban sa kaliwa, may kalaban sa kanan, may mga Egyptian sa likod, at tubig ang nasa harap. Mukhang kamatayan nga ang naghihintay. Am I making sense? Now, the reason why this is hard is because I think marami sa atin ganito. Lord, bakit hindi na lang maayos na kaagad ang buhay ko mula nung tinanggap kita? Why is there danger on the left and danger on the right and danger at the back and now I am facing an uncrossable sea. A few months ago, I think last year pala, may nilabas ang victory worship na isang kanta na ang dami nag-comment. Hindi ko nalagay sa keynote ha? Pero ang lyrics niya ganito, He turns, turning dead ends into doorways. Kasi ito yung master ni God na kahit tayo pala, I want you to know that even if what you see is impossibility in front of you, tubig, dagat, Dito sa kabila, may mga Philistines. Dito may kalaban. May mga, may mga Egyptians sa likod. I'm dying, Lord. And I think marami sa atin, ganyan ang pakiramdam natin ngayon sa buhay natin. Na Lord, may problema ako sa kaliwa. May problema ako dito sa kanan. May nagahabol sa akin sa likod. Baka utang yan. And then what's in front of me is impossible. Lord, I'm dying. But I want you to know that God has the capacity to turn your dead ends into doorways. He has the capacity of opening up impossibilities so that even in the midst of the waters, God can create a way in the midst of it. Kayang magmiraklo ang Diyos sa sitwasyon mo ngayon. Bakit? Because He's been doing it in the past. He keeps doing it in the past. He is doing it now in your life. Kayang-kaya ng Diyos ang problema mo. Amen. Palakpakan natin si God. He is not trying to get you killed. Ulitin ko. He is not trying to get you killed. May problema ka? Huwag masyadong madrama. Sabi ni Moses, Lord, sabi ni, sabi ni God, manahimik ka. Later, makikita natin. Why do you keep asking me? Sabi ni God, iunat mo yung kamay mo. Daming sat-sat. <laughs> <clears throat> Philip Graham Ryken, another scholar, sabi niya, God, um, God changed course and led the Israelites in the exact opposite location, direction. He took them south, away from Canaan, into the wilderness. It was not the most obvious way. Uh, 
hindi ko nilagay, no? It was not the most obvious way. It was not the shortest way. It was not the most direct way. But it was the best way because it was God's way. Lord, may problema ako. Makipagpatayan na lang kaya ako, Lord, para masolve na to. It's not God's way. Amen. Sa counseling, meron akong laging sinasabi. May tatlong paraan na lumabas yung stress sa katawan mo. Lahat ng stress natin lumalabas. Kahit gustuhin mo man o hindi, lahat ng mga internal turmoil natin, lalabas yan at lalabas. The body never lies. Number one, pwede ka na makipag-away, makipag... Nagmumura, nagipag-away. Pwede yun. It's not God's way. Sabihin mo yung katabi mo, it's not God's way. Actually, minsan, nakaka-release, yung mga taong galit, mas mabilis mag-release ng galit, no? Pagka nag-rant ka, pakit ako, galit. Nakaka-release siya, di ba? Sino sa inyo, nararamdaman nyo yung, ano, yung uh, release ng feelings nyo na para kayong nagde-therapy pag kayo ay nagmumura? Walang sasagot sa tanong ko. <laughs> Pero lahat ng mga nanay, memorize nila, alam nilang therapeutic yung paggising mo. Wala, ano ba? Tanghali na. Alas ay pa lang. Tanghali na. Wala kang maging nakakawa dito. Ako talaga namatay. You know why mothers do that? Sorry, mothers. Love you. You know why mothers do that? It's therapeutic. It's not God's way. It's just a way. It's not God's way. Uh, kurutin mo yung na- oh, wag mo kurutin yung nanay mo. <laughs> Joke lang, ito naman, ano. So, so for the Israelites, ito yung problema nila. They, 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 there is this way, Vea Maris, the way by the sea, and there is this way na mas malayo, may isang mas malayo, but God took them to another direction, even if it was uh, from a far, go, going to a faraway place, The reason why it was the right way is because it is the way of the Lord. Palakpakan natin si God. Thank you, Lord. Buti na lang, there's always the way of the Lord. God knew what His people could handle and He knew that they needed to take the long way home. Bakit kaya ginagawa ng Diyos yung, yung, mga, yung mga sitwasyon na ganyan? Di ba, pwede naman na, halimbawa, bagong Christian ka, tapos... Uh, Tapos meron kang kapamilya or someone that you love na sa tingin mo parang problem person. Pwede naman siguro na isang click na lang, Lord, solve na yung problem. Pero bakit pinapahaba ng Diyos? Kagaya na nangyari sa mga Israelites, sa mga Hebrews. <clears throat> I think the answer, listen to me, I think the answer is because God was positioning them for a miraculous deliverance. There's always... A biblical pattern na sabi ng Diyos, makikilala nila na ako ang Diyos pag nakita nila kung paano ko i-display yung power ko sa mga Egyptians. I think it is true sa Christian life natin. I think it is true that sometimes alam natin kaya naman ng shortcut pero bakit tumahaba? Because in the process, the Lord is glorified. Point number two. Um... Number, so, so number one is about the Lord will not lead you to dead ends. He's leading you to the promised land, to life, to maturity, to Christian living. And number two is that 
God's protection is more than we'll ever understand. I don't think that any one of us would ever know kung gaano tayo pinoproteksyonan ng Diyos. Meron akong I think mga less than 30 lang yung pinafollow ko sa Instagram. Pero meron akong paborito dyan na isang account na ang tawag sa kanya, Kids Getting Hurt. <laughs> Ito yung mga video na mga bata na naglalaro. Tapos, pinapanood ko siya because it gives me an idea kung ano dapat ang iniiwasan sa playroom. Yung mga ganyan, mga batang tumatakbo, nakabike, tapos bumubunggo sa pader. Yung mga ganyan, I, I, for some reason, I like watching those videos. And and many times, what I notice in those videos and in real life is that sometimes hindi talaga natin alam kung gaano pinoprotect ng Diyos yung mga anak niya. It's like there's danger everywhere, but the Lord is shielding His people in such a way na hindi tayo napupuruhan na mga pagsubok sa buhay. Do you believe that? I'll show you some of the examples from the Bible. So Exodus 13:22 and 23, uh, 21 and 22. May isang description diyan na ang sabi, okay, Exodus 13:21 21 and 22, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way. And by night, in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. I've always been fascinated with this verse. Verse 22. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. It's a very fascinating piece of information na ang sinasabi ng Biblia, sinamahan ng Diyos ang mga Israelites at may mga simbolo yung presensya niya. Okay. Meron akong picture dyan na it's a poor representation of uh, what happened. Pero picture number one, hindi yan totoo ha, hindi yan live footage. It's just an imagination by picture na ito yung itsura ng fire, pillar of fire by night. So paggabi, may pillar, may halige sa gitna ng kampo ng mga Israelites na apoy. Tapos maliwanag siya all throughout. And remember, there were around 2 million people na lumabas ng Egypt na walang dalang gasera. And so every night, the Lord would light up this pillar of fire. Tapos during the day, it's a pillar of cloud. Next picture please. Tingnan nyo. Yung isa pang picture, tatlo yan. Yan. Nung una ko tong nabasa many years ago, medyo naiyak ako. Pero mali yung interpretation ko, pero naiyak pa rin ako. Alam mo yung na-bless ka na sa Bible, pero mali ang interpretation mo. <laughs> Nangyari na yan sa inyo, eto. So habang binasa ko siya, natuwa ako, natuwa na naiyak kasi feeling ko pinapayungan ng Diyos yung mga Israelites using a cloud by daytime. Sabi ko, napaka-sweet naman ni Lord, may payong. And yun lang yung imagination ko, payong. Tapos paggabi, katol. Para hindi sila lamukin. Masyadong... <laughs> masyadong heretical yung interpretation ko sa Exodus at that time. Pero gets, na, gets nyo naman, di ba? Natama naman yung sense niya na ang ibig sabihin lang talaga ay inaalagaan ng Diyos yung mga tao niya na nagbibiyahe papunta sa promised land. That makes sense, yes? 
So, hindi talaga siya katol, okay? Ano talaga siya? Pillar by fire. But what you see here, amazingly, is that fire and that cloud. And then in verse 19, the angel of God, yung verse na binasa natin kanina, who was going before the host of Israel moved and Everybody read with me. This is so fascinating. Go. Then the angel of God who was going before the host of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them, coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud and the darkness and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. Ang ganda ng eksena. So all along, ang kwento sa Exodus is, ang fire na yan, or cloud, laging nandun sa unahan, prente, sa unahan, kung saan papunta ang mga Israelites. Remember yung sabi ko kanina, sa kaliwa may danger, sa kanan may danger, sa harap nila, tubig, sa likod nila, Egyptians. Pero at that crucial point, ang cloud of fire, uh, pillar of fire and pillar of cloud, nandito sa harap, And then in verse 19, look at verse 19. Ano ang sabi? Then the angel of the Lord who was going before... May anghel pala! May anghel na nandun sa unahan. And then it moved behind them. Point number one, may anghel na lumipat. Hindi na sa harapan kasi ang danger na sa likod. Lumipat yung angel sa likod. What happened next? And then the pillar of cloud moved from before them. Lumipat din ang pillar. May anghel, may pillar. <clears throat> At nandun sila sa gitna kung nasaan ang pagitan ng Egyptian tsaka mga Israelites. Verse 20. Coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel, and there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. And then, if you jump to verse 24, ito yung sinabi. Read with me, go. In the morning watch, the Lord in the pillar of fire and of cloud looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into panic. <laughs> Ang morning watch is alas dos hanggang alas seis ng umaga. Ilan ang protection ng mga Israelites? Tatlo. Everybody, count with me. Pillar of cloud and pillar of fire. Kung gabi, pillar of fire. Kung umaga, pillar of cloud. Protection number one, the pillar of cloud and pillar of fire by day nandun. Pangalawang protection, there's the angel of the Lord. Pangatlong protection, God himself, Yahweh, up there looking down. Tatlong protection! Ilan ang members ng Trinity? Ano ang symbol ng Holy Spirit? Fire! Sino ang angel of the Lord na nagpakita kay Moses? Jesus! And the Father is looking from up there. Is the Father, Son, Holy Spirit working together to protect the people of Israel on that same night? Kala mo mag-isa ka? 
Akalang mo, iniwan ka na ng lahat? There's a mighty trinity protecting your life in Christ. You are never alone. Palakpakan natin si God. Ang galing ng coordination ng Holy Trinity. Anong nangyari nung nagpakita ang Holy Trinity? Trembling of the deep. Psalm 76, bilisan natin, 16 to 20. When the waters saw you, O God, when the waters saw you, they were afraid. Indeed, the deep trembled. This is a, an account of, of the, the Exodus. Pagtingin ng tubig, bumababa ang Diyos, pati yung tubig. They trembled. Nanginig yung tubig. Verse 17, The clouds poured out water. The skies gave forth thunder. Your arrows flashed on every side. Lightning. Oh, so lightning pala siya. Nagkikidlatan. The crush of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. 19. Your way was through the sea, your path through the great waters, yet your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Sino sa inyo, you're glad that we have the Holy Trinity. Amen. May isang verse, ang Colossians chapter 3, that I'd like to quote for you. Ang sabi dito, If then you have been raised with Christ. Basahin natin, everybody go. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Everybody, verse 3. Go. Two pala. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Everybody, look here. Your life, etong tissue na to, this is your life. Ano to? Tissue. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> Ang tissue na to is a symbol of your life. Ano to? Your life. Your life. Everybody read verse 3. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Protected ka na in Christ. Safe na. Yes? In God. Buong Holy Trinity involved just to keep you safe. Lord, mag-isa lang ako. Tumigil ka, sabi ni God kay Moses. <laughs> sabi ni God kay Moses. Eh... <laughs> uh, Somewhere, I think it's in verse 15. Pwede ba nating tingnan yung verse 15? Okay, sabi ni Lord kay Moses, Tagalog muna tayo kasi wala akong English dyan. Bakit ka humihingi ng tulong sa akin? Sabihin mo sa mga Israelites na umabante na! <laughs> si Moses, Lord, help me! Trinity na yan! Ba't ka natatakot? Sabihin mo yan sa sarili mo. Holy Trinity ang nagpoprotekta sa buhay ko. I am safe and secure. Amen and amen. Point number three. And this is where I close. The Exodus is actually an illustration of our salvation in Christ. Alam nyo ba na pag binasa nyo ang Exodus, you will see that your salvation is through and through 
the act of God. Diyos talaga ang nagliligtas. Amen. We are desperate people. And then God came to the rescue. And that's why we are saved. So, story time muna. So, I talked with someone this week. Tapos, meron siyang tanong sa akin. Sabi niya, Pastor, ano ang masasabi mo na lagi akong nababackslide kay God? Kasi, nung ano, nababackslide ako. Tapos ngayon, medyo na-encourage naman ulit ako. Pero, baka mababackslide ulit ako, sabi niya. So, ang, ang kinikwento niya sa akin is yung pattern na laging nababackslide. Now, listen to me because I think, marami sa atin, ito yung problema. Yung, okay tayo kay God, tapos biglang nawalan ng victory group leader, kaya hindi na okay ang Christian life, kaya mag-victory group na kayo. Amen. Okay, okay ka naman, may victory group, tapos nung nawala, Akala mo na backslide ka, wala ka, hindi ka na nag-church, galit ka na kay God. Uh, yung prayer mo na lang pag gumakain, Lord, thank you for the food. In Jesus' name, Amen. Halos ganyan na lang. Tapos, na-invite ka na naman, okay ka naman. Tapos, na-in love, naghiwalay, bagsak na naman, backslide na naman. See, I don't know, I don't wanna ask kung sino ang may ganyan, pero most Christians, ito yung pattern ng buhay na laging, uh, in the words of that friend of mine, ang sabi niya, Pastor, lagi akong nababackslide. Sabi niya, so what do you say about that? Sabi ko, backslide talaga? Sabi niya, oo, kasi kasi ayoko mag-pray, ayokong ayokong mag-church, ayokong mag-worship. Backslide na yun, di ba? Sabi ko sa kanya, let me tell you a story. Do you know that in Exodus, ang mga Israelites galing sa Egypt, Tapos, pinalabas sila ni God and then they crossed the Red Sea at tumawid sila papuntang Promised Land. Do you know that story? Sabi niya, yes. So, nung nandito sila, umaasa sila na isi-save sila ni God. Tapos, nung nakatawid na, yay, praise the Lord. Tapos ngayon, nandito na sila sa bagong buhay nila. Sabi niya, okay. Every time ba, na ang mga Israelites ay hindi nakakapray at every time na nakaka-absent sila sa worship at every time na medyo they are having a bad day, nababackslide ba sila as in bumabalik ng Egypt? Or they're just having a bad day, tuloy na lang natin bukas? Sabi niya, well, hindi naman makakatawid ulit ng dagat. So yes, they are free. So you mean to say, ang mga Israelites, pag hindi sila faithful kay God, free pa din sila. Yes. So ang mga Israelites, pag hindi sila masyadong nag-uubay kay God, mga pasaway, they are still the people of God. Yes. Bakit? Why are they still the people of God? Kasi tumawid na sila sa dagat. Hindi na sila nakakabalik. Alangan mga magbangka sila para makabalik. Walang ganun. So lahat ng mga nasisave, final, totoo, yung salvation nila. Am I making sense? Yes. So, ibig sabihin, kaya nga sinasabi ko sa inyo kanina, ang Exodus is the picture of our Christian life. Kasi, 
Akala natin, when we have a bad day, Lord, dumaan ako sa pandemic, hindi na ako nag-church, ayoko makita ang pagmumukha ni Pastor, problema sa mukha. Okay, ayoko makikita yung pagmumukha ni Pastor, so na-backslide na ako. Kapatid, hindi ka na-backslide hanggat ikaw ay nagtatanong pa. Pastor, na-backslide na ba ako? As long as you ask that question, you haven't backslidden yet. Why? Because you care. Because you care to us. Did you curse Jesus? Sabi niya, hindi naman, grabe ka naman. Also, hindi ka na backslide. You're having a bad day. You're having a hard time dun sa sanctification mo, sa growth mo. Pero ang totoo, anak pa din ng Diyos. Amen! Eh, pastor kasi, once a month na lang nag-church. Eh, di mong twice. Sa isa lang, si Queen mo yung katabi mo, twice a month daw, sabi ni pastor. Si Queen mo, come on. Pastor, twice naman. Gawin mo three times. Pastor, before pandemic kasi volunteer ako. Kaso ngayon, hindi na. Eh di mag-volunteer ulit. May opening kami sa music team. <laughs> Ministry namin. <laughs> Yung mga pangarap ko talaga eh. Kapatid, as long as you come here, as long as you have an inch of love for the Lord, as long as you still pray and you say, Lord, thank you, you are a Christian who is having a bad time. A few years ago, so, nagpastor na ako sa ibang ministry sa probinsya, tapos, punta Manila. Pagdating ko na Manila, parang na-backslide na ako. So, ito na yung joke ng kapatid ko, si Jojo daw dati, pastor, hinahabol yung mga member. Tapos ngayon, nasa Manila na siya, sino yung hinahabol na victory group leader niya. So, yun yung kwento ng kapatid ko. Because at that time, I didn't want to go to church. So, for six years, ito yung galawan ko sa Christian life ko. Makinig kayo, baka kayo to. Pupunta ako ng church, pero da- yung late na, ayoko mag-praise and worship, kasi OA yung mga taas-taas ng kamay, hindi naman nakakaiyak yung worship nila dyan. Yun, yun yung mga linyahan ko that time. Ayoko ng worship kasi ang tagal. Tapos pupunta lang ako para makinig ng preaching. Pero pag nakinig ko ng preaching, ang tagal naman ng preaching na yan. Parang hindi rin biblical yung sinabi ng pastor na yan. Parang hindi yata ganyan yung sinasabi ng Bible. So medyo critical ako. Kada kain, ito yung prayer ko. Lord, thank you for the food. Alam ko, yeah, thank you for the food. Amen. Tapos, every time I go to church, hindi naman ako yung nag-worship talaga. So sabi, sabi ko lang, Lord, Nagtataas ako ng kamay because alam ko naman na ito yung tama. Pero actually, I don't like raising my hand. So Lord, I raise my hand, praise you, praise you, blah, blah, blah. Pero Lord, talaga hindi ko maramdaman eh. So, yeah, I'm here. I kept doing that for six years. Bumalik ba ako ng Egypt? Dito ako nahihirapan. sa freedom na binigay ng Diyos. Ang prayer ko na lang, Lord, <clears throat> tulungan mo ako makabalik. Take me back. Yan. Tulungan mo ako makabalik. Kasi ang hirap sa puso ng kristyano na hindi fresh ang pagmamahal kay Kristo. Kasi dati, Lord, pag nag-worship ako, ang sarap mag-worship. Pero ngayon, ayoko talaga mag-worship. <laughs> Take me back. Antayin natin yan mamaya. Walter Brueggemann, Old Testament scholar, meron siyang word, tatlong words na binitawan. 
Sabi niya, ito yung kwento ng mga Israelites. Makinig kayo. Number one, ito yung buhay nila. Ang tawag dito is orientation. Ito yung normal sa kanila before they were saved. Ang tawag dyan ay orientation. Everybody say orientation. Ibig sabihin, ito yung totoong galawan mo ngayon bago ka maging kristyano. Listen everyone, when you were saved, dumaan ka sa proseso ng disorientation. Guguluhin ng Diyos ang buhay mo. Ginulo ng Diyos ang buhay ng mga Israelites. Mula sa slavery para maging free sila, dinisorient mo na sila. Lahat ng salvation act of God is always disorienting. Pag binabago ng Diyos ang buhay natin, nakakawindang. Amen. Ang tawag dyan, disorientation. Pag ikaw ay nakatawid na from death to life, ikaw ay magsisettle down sa tinatawag ni Brugeman na reorientation. Dito na ngayon, magbibuild ka ng panibagong buhay, tapos na ang nakaraan, tumawid ka na from death to life, now you are being reoriented in your new life. Sa New Testament language, ang tawag niyan, for if anyone is in crisis, a new creation, the old has gone, orientation, the new has come, reorientation. Nandito tayo sa reorientation, lahat ng nasa reorientation, nawiwindang, hilong-hilo, bakit? Kasi hindi nila alam kung paano mamuhay ng tama according to the will of God. Kailangan natin ang Holy Spirit lagi. I'll show you why. <clears throat> J. Alec, Alec Motir, meron siyang sinulat na very, very interesting. Sabi niya, How do you describe the Exodus? Pag tinanong daw ang isang tao na ano yung Exodus? Ito yung sagot ng mga Israelites. We were in a foreign land in bondage under the sentence of death. But our mediator, the one who stands between us and God, came to us with a promise of deliverance. Tama ba? Exodus to. We trusted in the promises of God took shelter under the blood of the Lamb, Passover, and He led us out. Next slide, please. Now, we are on the way to the promised land. We are not there yet, of course, but we have the law to guide us. And through the blood sacrifice, we also have His presence in our midst. So, He will stay with us until we get to our true country, our everlasting home. Is this correct? Ito yung sagot ng mga Israelites. Is this a correct description of the Exodus? Yes? Of course, yes. May sinabi si Alec Motir. Sabi niya, Now think about it. A Christian today could say the same thing. Almost word for word. Balikan natin. Kanina, nung binasa natin siya, mga Hebrews, Israelites, ang Sinasabi, basahin mo to ngayon, isipin mo yung buhay mo kay Jesus. It's the same word for word. Go. We were in a foreign land, in bondage, under the sentence of death. But our mediator, Jesus Christ, the one who stands between us and God, came to us with the promise of deliverance. 
We trusted in the promises of God, took shelter under the blood of the Lamb, and He led us out. Next. Now, we are on our way to the promised land, heaven. We are not there yet, of course, but we have the law to guide us, and through the blood sacrifice, we also have His presence in our midst, Holy Spirit. So He will stay with us until we get to our true country, our everlasting home. Ang experience ng mga Israelites, exactly the same as our experience. Ang redemption ng mga Israelites, exactly the same as our redemption. Mga kapatid, manginig kayo. Lahat tayo, Israelites at Kristiyano, we are always, always on our way home. Yung paglabas ng mga Israelites sa Egypt, they went out because they were looking for a better country whose architect and builder is God. Pauwi sila sa presensya ng Diyos. Tayo din naman, actually, pauwi kay Christ. When this life is over, we go home to God. Until then, we are on a journey. And that's why, pag tayo ay nagpe-pray, Lord, gusto namin yung journey namin kasama ka namin. Let's all stand up. Let's sing that song. Um, <clears throat> I like that song because it, it captures what, what we are, yung, yung nasa heart natin na, Lord, take us back, Lord God. I want to be in your loving arms. This is your journey. Ito yung journey ng mga Israelites. Actually, ito din yung journey mo. If you're here today, and you know that you've lost your way, alam yung naligaw, alam mo naligaw ka sa buhay? Alam mong lumayo ka? Sabi mo, Lord, na-backslide na yata ako. Eh, Pastor, na-backslide na ako. Kasi hindi na ako nag-church, hindi ako nagbabasa ng Bible, hindi ako nag-pray. Wala akong pakialam sa mga Christian life, Christian life. Wala akong pakialam sa prayer. Nandito lang ako, napilit or bumisita. If you're that person, close your eyes and say, Lord Jesus, take me back. Lord Jesus, I want to come home. I want to join this exodus. Lord, gusto ko manumbalik. Let's sing that song.